Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. So we're coming up this year. Everything is up, 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 up. Yeah! Tell your neighbor, live it up! I'm hyped. I'm excited. Everything is up, up. I mean, why not? You've been down 10, 15, 20, 30 years. You, you, we, we know what down feels like. Why not look, reach, and expect up? Why come to church? Why have God in your life if you're not expecting better? We're coming up this year, period. Period. <laughs> you can come with me or you can watch me. That's your two choices. Tell your neighbor, neighbor! Woo! You got two choices. Come with me or watch me. Oh, but I'm going. Oh, but I'm going up. Oh, I'm going up, though. I'm going up. Woo, I see you, you right where I see you right there. I say, oh, but I'm going up, though. That's not on trial. That's not up for question. I'm going up. You can come with me or you can enjoy my journey. <laughs> you can go up vicariously through me, but I'm going. Woo, tell your neighbor, I'm going. I feel that right there, man. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. If you don't have an up in your mind, if you don't have a next level on your mind, I don't know if you are. Because what's up to you? Up the steps? I can bring y'all up on stage and that's your come up for the year, but you need to have something. What's my next? What's my next? Get it on your mind now or nothing will happen because you have no expectation. The devil is a liar to remove expectation from the believer. He removes expectation, therefore removing your hope. And faith is based on hope. So if you have no hope, you have no faith. So you just live every day. I, I read a quote that said, don't live the same year 70 or 80 times. Don't live the same year 80 times and call it a life. You're going to live the same year 85 times and say, I you didn't live. You live one cycle 85 times. I'm not doing that. Tell your friend, me neither. So I hope y'all know. Okay? I hope y'all know. Because I, I one thing about, I don't like, some things are testimonies, but I don't want, I'm not bragging. This is my life. This is my testimony. Can I talk about me? I mean, this one thing I love about the, the music industry that I'm, that I'm in, well, not, I, I, don't, I don't love the industry at all. One thing I love about what God has done with me in the music industry is when I first came out, uh, you know, the music was crazy, everything was weird. Nah, I told you all that before a couple minutes ago. But after a while, people like, all right, like, you know, Ty, you know it's crazy, so don't even worry about it. I don't know what Ty album going to sound like. I don't know what it just, we just know it's going to. I go to the Stellars or the Grammys or whatever, wherever I'm going to perform at, they're like, what you want, Ty? What you want on stage? A, a dinosaur? What do you want? Because I know you're going to do something crazy. Like, but years before, my wife and my sister can tell you, and Mom G, some people can tell you, years before, I'm like, hey, so I want a podium there for, before I, you know, on BET or T or whatever. I want a podium, then I'm going to act like I'm preaching, then I'm going to come to the side, and then we're going to sing the song. No, there's no sing on the stage. So for years, my ideas got shut down until I just kept coming with something different until they had to accommodate it. They had to change, and now they're, they're, they're like catering to me. I did a whole long, I don't know why I even said all of that, y'all. My point in saying all of that is I'm used to change, and I'm used to like, hey, I'm going up. Listen, tell your, fr tell your friends to expect you to change. That's all I'm saying. Now the industry expects something crazy from me because they know he always. So don't surprise your friends with change. Tell them to expect you to change. Don't just shock your friends with, no, I'm not going. No. Hey, look, y'all, I'm coming up this year, so there are certain things I'm not. Let them know to expect it. It ain't no surprise to you. I told you the whole time. Yeah, let them know. And if they're really your friends, they're going with you. If you're scared to tell them, you know they're not meant to be in your life. This ain't friends. Friends is next couple months from now. So anyway, let me get into the word tonight, today. Very simple, I believe, but I want to give this to you guys. The sermon today is, why well, I say sermon? The, the message today is keep it up. 
<coughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> the challenge, the Lord told me the challenge a lot of time is not attaining something. It's sustaining it. It's not can I get it. It's can I keep it. It's not can I get married. Can I stay? Y'all quiet already. Can I stay married? And I think a lot of things that God has blessed us with, we have not kept up. So we drop and we lose the blessings of God to the point where now we view our lives as more negatives than positives. We view our lives as a series of things we've dropped instead of things we've kept. So today we're going to learn how to keep it up. Are y'all hearing me? Here it is. This is, this, is, this is God's view. Genesis says this. So the Lord God took the man that he made. Tell your neighbor, he made me. Okay, so that takes a lot of, I ain't going to go there. Took the, took, the God, took the man that he made and settled him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and what? Keep it. Another version says to dress and keep it. So he placed man in the garden. Father, bless your word. It's already blessed in the name of Jesus. He placed man in the garden, as we know, not to just enjoy. The Bible says he, tree, he put trees in there for his pleasure, just as pleasant to the eyes. So God put certain trees in the garden just because it looked good to Adam. That's how much God cares about us enjoying our surroundings and enjoying our lives. You understand what I'm saying? Some of our come up this year needs to be to move to like Dr. Phillips or something like that. Like, okay. I don't don't know these areas. I'm still learning the cities. But you need to wake up and see different things besides a brick wall. (laughs) Nothing wrong with the hood. I'm from there. I visit there. I still got family there. I love it. Thank God you learn a lot of things in the hood. You learn how to make it work. Ketchup sandwiches. I mean, you just learn. You make it work. (laughs) However, sometimes God will place you in a garden just so you can see better things. Because God understands when you're exposed to better, you become better. Did y'all hear what I just said? Sometimes when you're exposed to better, you become better. So sometimes it's hard to come up if you're still exposed to the same things. So God placed man in the garden Watch this, not just to enjoy it, but to dress it and keep it. That's his assignment. So I made the garden. This is a blessing for man, right? I put man in the blessing and asked the man to keep the blessing up. Wow. You're most like me when you sustain a thing. That's what the Lord told me. He said, son, you're most like me when you sustain a thing. I said, let there be light once. And the sun rises every day. I sustain the thing. Woo! Never mind. Jesus died once. And forever our sins are covered. Thousands of years later, the blood still has... Woo! It'll never lose its power. You become most like me when you sustain a thing. Morning by morning, new mercies, new compassions. That's just sustained. It's faithful. It always is. So he puts you in a blessing called eating or whatever blessing he gives you. Let's say healing. Whoa, God healed me. I'm not sick anymore. No more cancer. No more diabetes. No more whatever. Okay, now it's your job to cultivate it. We think just because God gave it that he'll keep it. (laughs) He gave it to you for you to keep it. The only problem with God's blessings is that he puts it in our hands. If there's a problem, that's a harsh word, but you know what I'm saying. Don't blame God for the condition of any blessing you get. The condition of it is based on your cultivation and your upkeep. You will be sick again in three months if you don't keep your healing up. 
And don't blame the, the oil didn't work. That prayer didn't work. I told you live ain't about nothing. No, you ain't about nothing. <laughs> I said you because I'm not talking to anybody here. Or streaming, actually. I'm not talking to anybody streaming either. We always put it on everything else to keep us up. No. Everything is not a seat. Some things are your legs. Everything is not meant to hold you up. Sometimes you're meant to hold your... Hold yourself up. So, this is God's first thought concerning man. Let's put him in the garden, not just to enjoy himself, but so he can cultivate and keep this blessing. New car. You got a new car. Hooray! God ain't going to keep it. I mean, I just got to be straight up with y'all. When it break down, see, man, no. Did you get a tune-up? Stop letting the gas get down the E. Did you change the oil? Did you rotate the tires? Did you check the engine? Did you put your seatbelt on? Did you keep it clean? Get them popcorn out the seats. <laughs> Just finding candy from the fun spot two months ago. Like, when's when the last time we've been to fun spot? Like, just finding, finding funnel cake from the fair last year. Like, <laughs> tell your neighbor, keep it up. Any relationship God gives you, he ain't going to keep it. He'll keep you, but you got to keep it up. You have to do the maintenance to cultivate it. Cultivate. Cultivate. I like that. Cultivate. That means like kind of like if you're going to put seed in the ground to grow an apple tree. The goal is an apple tree or an orange tree. We're in Florida. Let's do an orange tree. All right. The goal, everybody, this morning is to plant an orange tree. We need to put it in this ground. How do we put it in this ground? We can't put the seed in this hard surface. So we break it up, break up the fallow ground. So you kind of break it up, you till it, right? Then you put the, gra then you put the seed in there. Then you, I don't farm, but I'm assuming that's kind of how it happens. Yeah, you don't just try to mash. I like mash instead of push. My grandma say mash all the time. Like, on the elevator, like mash number seven, like mash number seven. You mean push? Anyway, you don't just push the seed into a hard ground. You got to break it up and get it ready for the seed. You got to get the ground ready for what you're about to put into it. That's cultivate. Get the ground ready. Get the heart ready. Get, you got to break up some stuff. You got to make some stuff uneasy, but get it ready. So to cultivate means to like establish a, a culture. Establish it, cultivate it, and keep it. You got to do that. That's the whole message today. This is what God told me. He said, your heart plus your habits equal the health of a thing. Your heart plus your habits equals the health of a thing. That's kind of cute. I did that for you, lady, ladies. Ladies, ladies, come on. <laughs> Fellas, I got you. Give me a second, all right? Heart plus habits equal the health of anything. Heart. What I mean by heart. What do you really desire? That's what I'm talking about. Not what does your mind think, but what does your heart desire? Because you can think, you know what, I need to go to church. I need to get my life together something. But that don't really be your desire. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not talking about what, what do you think. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about what do you really desire. Who, who are you really? Because when you, when you think of something, watch this. When you think of something, you direct your mind. Let me think about them fries. That, what am I going to eat today? I'm not going to get you. direct your mind. But when thoughts come, your heart brings things to your mind. The real you is bringing suggestions to the forefront. So thinking of something and thoughts are two different things. I think I'm going to go to the movies. That's what you, you, you put your mind towards that. But if thoughts just come, that's the real you exposing desires. All right, y'all know I'm, a, I'm on this brain thing, so let me just stop doing that so much. 
But before we talk about goals and the come up and all that stuff, we need to talk about the heart. We need to talk about what you really desire. What is your true desire? Because maybe that's the thing that needs to change. Let's talk about the matters of the heart really quick. Matters of the heart. That's kind of cool. I got to get used to it being on the big screen, so maybe I'll make it a little smaller next week. Anyway, matters of the heart. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So if you're hoping for something or if you have expectation in a certain area and it does not happen, it makes your heart sick. So what are you saying, pastor or Ty or whatever you call me? You need to be careful where your hopes are. Because when your heart is sick and you're disappointed, you're not just disappointed that you didn't get the car. You're disappointed at, man, nothing ever works out for me. Oh, wow, it seems like every, your heart is sick in every, that's why the Bible says guard your heart. Because out of it flows the issues of life. Your whole life is filtered through your heart. You got to protect that thing. You got to take care of your heart. Watch what you hope in. Because if you hope in, in frivolous things and always get disappointed, it damages your heart, which damages your life. It damages your ability to receive love. It damages your ability to give love. It damages your ability to receive the word. It damages your ability to believe the word. You got to watch your heart. Build your hopes on things eternal. Set your affections. God is trying to tell us. Set your affections on things above. Make your hopes and your desires something that won't fail you. I'm going to say that again softer. We should make our hopes and desires a thing that won't fail us. Put your hopes in something that won't fail you. Because when that thing fail, it's going to mess up your heart, period. If he break up with you and you thought, he, I don't know what it is. He didn't show up. and you, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Preach to yourself on this one. You didn't get the raise. Thank you, God, for taking me out of relationship zone. You didn't get the raise. You didn't get the promotion. But you weren't promised it. You hoped you get it. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you put so much weight into it and then it, oh. See, they don't, they don't notice. That I, I cleaned the bathroom. They don't notice all the extra stuff I did. I'm always doing stuff extra. I'm always, let me stop doing that. You know what? I'm not doing Thanksgiving at my house this year because I'm always the one. So now your heart is sick about life, not just the promotion. Watch what you hope. I'm telling y'all. Watch what you hoping. I used to hope I won a Grammy all the time. I used to, oh, I hope I win the Stellar. I hope I win the Stellar. I hope I win the Stellar. Tim Bush. I mean, I love Tim, but I wish I would have won. That's why I don't like awards and stuff like that. I used to always, then I just got crushed so much that I said, forget it. I don't care about the music industry. I don't care about none of that crap. I don't care. I'm sick of hoping in it because it's, it's, it's changing how I write music. See, my heart is sick. It's changing how I trust people. It's changing how I trust management. And you know what I mean? My wife said that song was cool, but it didn't win. Should I take her advice next time? It's messing up my everything. Because I hoped in something frivolous. Boy, y'all not y'all don't hear me tonight. Today. No windows in here, so I don't know if it's day or night. <laughs> Crack a window, open the door or something. Let me see some sun. Anyway, watch what you hope, man. It'll jack up your whole life. It, you, you, you rarely just say, ah, that didn't happen. You rarely just say that. That's on the forefront of your mind. In the back of your mind is all these other things that didn't work out. It just come to the front. Like, remember fourth grade? They didn't pick you in fourth grade either. Y'all, y'all. Can I just get... Give me some support right here, y'all. I'll move to the next point. Y'all know that's real? I still remember the girl. Her name is Christiana Rodriguez. Get a close-up on my face. Christiana Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. We're going to find you. I'm just playing, I'm, you know. And Latifah Seely. Remember Latifah Sealy? Y'all remember her? 
She went to Garfield Elementary School in Willingboro, New Jersey. Latif Vasili, you, you, you asked me out Friday. I couldn't see you Saturday and Sunday. We was in elementary school. And then you broke up with me the next time I saw you on Monday. And then you told me that it was a bet. Oh, yeah, that happened to me. Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. See how fresh it came to my mind? Knowing she can't see me, we ain't got no car. We ain't got no cell phones. Knowing she wouldn't see me, so she ain't got to deal with me. But I'm all weekend, I'm at church praising God because I got a girlfriend. Boy, I'm at church like that. He come up on shot. I got a girlfriend. <laughs> Let me paint the picture for you. Everybody in my church, all 70 of them, were related to me. So to get a girlfriend was a big praise moment for me. Because I can't date nobody in church because they my cousins. Never mind. So I got a girlfriend. I was like, his name shall be praised. His name shall be praised. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Name shall be praised. Yeah, Jesus. Then she broke up with me Monday morning. She didn't even let me get to recess. Like, let's go to lunch first. Break up with me over a cookie and orange juice. Man, you ain't got no class. Anyway, stuff like that will come back if you hope. <laughs> I'm back, y'all. 2018, we're back. It's true. So, be, so on the front end, you cannot set yourself up to be that hurt. On the front end, I'm going to make sure I don't set myself up to be that hurt on the back end. So I'm going to put this much hope in it. Understanding humans are humans. Understanding things just happen sometimes. So I'm not going to put all of this weight on what I wish would happen. Because if it don't happen, not only will that thing fall, but I will fall. And I'm not falling this year. Let me hear the hand claps of everybody who ain't falling this year. Hallelujah! Take, tell your neighbor, take care of your heart. The Bible says a happy heart is good medicine and a joyful mind causes healing. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. Did y'all hear that? A happy heart. Just be happy and you will heal yourself. God is so amazing. He's so amazing. I feel his glory. God is so amazing that he designed your body naturally to respond to happiness and good. Well, you're, you, you understand what I'm saying? Without prayer, you can heal yourself by being happy. This is a... I, you know what I'm going to do? My next... I'm going to do a series. It's going to be called Cheer Up. There it is. Just by being happy... Tumors will dry up. Just, I'm telling y'all what I know. Y'all quiet because y'all still waiting on a prayer line. But you don't understand that he's already given you what you need to ah, regenerate yourself. Just put a smile on your face and you don't need a prayer line. Get some joy in your spirit and you don't need hands laid on you. Happy heart. Just happy. It's like a medicine. Say your neighbor, don't worry. Say, be happy. A happy heart. This ain't got nothing to do with Jesus, Holy Ghost, power of God. No, the human body is wired to respond healthily to happiness. Whoa, a happy heart. Keep your heart happy and you'll keep your body healed. If you keep your heart happy, you'll keep your body healed. 
and a joyful mind. What are your thoughts all day? It causes healing. A joyful mind will cause healing. We know what will cause cancer. We know what will cause diabetes. But the scriptures is telling us what will cause healing. Woo! It should be a warning sign. Warning, joy will cause healing. <laughs> so if you don't want to be healed, don't have no joy. But What's the condition of your heart, man? What are your true desires? You got to protect that. Because it affects the word. The Bible says the sower sow of the word. Here's Jesus talking about different hearts. The sower sows the word. And these are they that's by the wayside. When the word is sown, the Bible says they have heard it. Then Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. So this is talking about a, a, a heart that's by the wayside. It's really a sinner. Right? An unbeliever. So when you hear the word, here's the Bible right here. You receive it, right? When you, when you heard the word, Satan cometh, cometh, E-T-H. He always does it. And taketh, he keeps taking away the word that was sown in their hearts. Okay. I say this all the time. Understand, when you hear a word, Satan's coming after it. You are, and you, he doesn't have random attacks. He attacks that word. He's after that seed. So if you got a word on your finances, expect an attack in your finances. We're talking about the heart today. Expect some type of tampering of the heart. But expect, so hold on, hold on. I, I, don't, like, I, don't, like, I don't like when it gets tense and quiet when we talk about the devil's methods. As if he's more powerful. Yeah, we just need to notice, not to be scared of it. I have no reason to fear. The Lord is my light. Hallelujah. And my salvation. Who? Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Who? Who shall I be afraid? Tell your neighbor, I ain't scared. But expect, expect some type of irritation or attack in that area. Your new goal is also hell's new assignment. I'm going to come up in my marriage. Well, y'all know, y'all heard of marriage. Go get it. Go get the marriage. I'm going to come up. I'm going to channel. I'm going to move. All right, go get the, you know, I don't know, real estate, mess up the money. I don't know. Your new goal is hell's new assignment. Understand that, that there are two people pressing towards this up, and that's hell and you. But you've already won. Yeah. Hallelujah. Then cometh the devil, and he takes that seed so that you won't believe, the Bible says, in, in, in the King James Version. And these are like those who were sown on stony ground, who when you heard the word, immediately you receive it with gladness, and you have no root in yourselves, and so you endure but for a time. But afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately you are offended. So if your heart is stony, uh, that's why I'm saying you got to make sure your heart, check your heart, because it affects how you receive the word. That's the, my whole point of doing this. All right, so you all can follow me. I did all this heart stuff, and now I'm talking about this all together. Your heart posture affects how you receive God's word. So I have to keep my heart healthy so it can be good ground to receive this come up. I'm not going to keep preaching the stony ground and keep preaching the way. I'm going to cultivate that thing. That's what we're saying. So you receive the word with God. Church was so good today. I love living. I can't wait. No, I'm coming. I'm actually going to come Wednesday. I'm coming Wednesday. This is too much. I can't. You love it. You receive it with gladness. But after a while, afterwards, when affliction or persecution comes, affliction, mental anguish, stress, right, or persecution, people, I don't, but it only comes for the word's sake. See that? So you receive the word with gladness. I'm coming up. We're going to do this. It's going to be exciting. And then this temptation comes like, oh, really? You sure about that? You going to come up, huh? It's only coming for the word's sake. It's not a random attack. No attack is random. It's very intentional to uproot what you're believing to receive. He's coming to take away the seed, not the fruit. So this is something you haven't even seen happen yet. 
You're just believing. It's underground. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The enemy comes to try to steal it before you see it. Whoa, but I had fainted. Whoa, unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Tell your neighbor, oh, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see his goodness. I'm going to see this come up. I'm going to see this healing. I'm going to see this prosperity. I'm going to see this thing. But he tries to come to take the seed. Wow. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. Here we go. The cares of the world, deceitfulness of riches, and lust of other things enter in. Choke the word, and you become unfruitful. So this is another type of heart. Thorny. Here we go, talking about it again. You become unfruitful. So we're talking about people who don't even see the results of what you're believing. The enemy comes and attacks that seed, and if he uproots every seed, you start losing faith to believe that you can ever be fruitful and you'll see fruit in anything. And it seems so insignificant, like, devil, why are you attacking seeds? It's so small. Why are you attacking two-year-old boys? Uh, in the scripture, I'm not talking about uh, a pedophile or nothing like that. In scriptures, when they heard Jesus was born, they killed all two-year-old boys. Why would the enemy attack a small thing? Because they know the purpose is not to stay small. You might be small now, but you ain't going to be small always. Did y'all hear what I just said? You're not going to be small always. Despise not the days of small beginnings. Tell your neighbor, I'm just getting started. Tell somebody else, I'm just getting started. I'm not going to be intimidated by what other people have. I'm not going to compare myself to anybody else's journey. I'm just getting started and eyes have not seen. Y'all quiet over here. Let me go to my praise section. Ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the come up that God has prepared for you. It might be small now, but it ain't going to be small always. Tell your neighbor, I'm coming up. So if the enemy can give that much attention to small things, so should we. If the enemy will get all hell on board to destroy a small thing, we should get all of our members on board to protect and cultivate the small thing. If I got a seed in the work, protect it, take care of it, cultivate it, cover it, water it. We should be more serious than hell about our word. Why does hell take the word we receive more seriously than us? Wow. My Lord. Yeah. Cultivate it. Protect it. I like this. It says the cares of this world, these are things that help it not remain. The cares of this world. Some of us care too much about everything. We just care too much. If I don't, you don't understand. If I stop caring, this house ain't going to be I'm not talking about responsibilities. I'm talking about cares of the world. It didn't say responsibilities. Cares of the world. Like, who cares? I'm about to go back to that. Serious. Let's look at your friend and say, who cares? The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. We go after riches thinking that riches will solve this problem. If I just have money, that, that's a deceitfulness of riches. So people go after money and what they think is success because they think once I get that check, boy, it's going to take care of all of this. Once I have this level, it's gonna, that's a deceitfulness of riches because the whole while on your journey towards just riches, you're getting all the most ungodly things. Oh, God. What you're gathering on the journey towards this pursuit of riches is not what you need to sustain it. I know for a fact. But that on good ground, here we go. I'm closing. Ten minutes. Thank you for this, this uh, the timer up here. It's all big. It's ten minutes. Y'all not screaming, but this timer is, I'm telling you. But, that, but those that fell on good ground are they which in an honest and good heart. Having heard it, what do they do? Keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. So the issue here is not the word, it's my heart. Lord, what's up with my heart? What's up with my heart? If I got a good heart, I'll keep up the word. If my intention, when I hear, I'm going to church today, and when I hear this word, I'm going, boy, I'm keeping. I'm, is your heart, is your intention towards doing what you hear today or 
or do you just want to enjoy? You can enjoy. I like that y'all come every week, but I, I, I want to see your lives go up. I, I, I don't want y'all just coming every week, enjoying the singing. And I do concerts all the time, and that's all they do at my concerts, enjoy and leave. That's not why I started Live. That's not why we started Live. No, we came here to see, oh, you was that way last year? Look at you this year. Oh, your marriage was there last year? Look at it this year. That's, what we, that's, why, we, that's why we're here, but we need you to get on board too. I need you to cooperate in this miracle. I need you. That's what it is. We don't have members. We have partners. I need you to partner with me on your come up. Liv, are y'all with me? Is that good? I need you to partner with me on your come up. Come with the intention of applying what you hear. That's a good heart. All right. The heart is the place of your settings. It's the place of your end-ups. So that's, it's the place of your settings, what you really believe. Because your thoughts is all over the place. Y'all know that, right? You think one way this minute, the other way the next minute. You fight with yourself. Nah, here you go. But what if we, I mean, last, nah, don't even. So you don't land on your thoughts. You land on your heart. The heart is always where you end up. You be like, never mind. Or, all right, let's try. Wherever you end up is where your heart is set. Good God Almighty. That's why God says, listen, let not your heart. Don't let it. The condition of your heart is up to you, not me. The scripture doesn't say, I'm not going to let your heart be troubled. The scripture didn't say, thus saith the Lord, I will not let your heart. No, he's saying, don't let your heart be troubled, yo. That's your job. If your heart is troubled, ain't nothing wrong with God. There's nothing wrong with heaven. There's nothing wrong with the Holy Spirit. We got to let the Holy Spirit help us not let it be troubled. That's your, tell your neighbor, that's your job. If we're stressed, that's our job to not be. It's your job to choose peace. Oh, this is so... It's so easy. It's really easy, but it's challenging because how can I have peace? And this is a, uh, choose peace and then view your problem from peace. I didn't say the problem will go away, but you need to view it from peace. Don't let your heart be troubled because if you handle your problem with a troubled heart, you cause more problems. I hope they're listening to me this morning. If you try to handle your problem with a troubled heart, you'll have more problems. But be sober. Step back. <laughs> View it with authority. Say, Lord, how are we going to handle this from victory's perspective? How does a winner handle this? How does a more than a conqueror handle this situation? How does somebody rich handle this financial issue? How does somebody wise handle this foolishness? from victory this posture doesn't erase the problem and I think we're looking for erasers God is like there's no erasers that's why we drink we smoke we have sex we party because we, we're looking for erasers and we're so mad that these erasers don't work we're so mad that everything we put to this problem it doesn't erase it was never meant to be erased. It was meant to be conquered. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Have you ever had a math? And I'm almost done. I have six minutes, so I have to be almost done. Have you ever had a math? I, I, I didn't really do that well in math in school, calculus and all that stuff. But I like the problems where they give you the answer, and then maybe the, the like an answer, then an equal sign, and then maybe the plus 4,976, and you got to figure out what's the first. It's algebra. Okay. Equations. Equation. That. I don't know. <laughs> so it's like, it's like the answer is purple. Then you say plus blue. So what plus blue equals purple? So you got to be like, red. You understand what I'm saying? Ooh, 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 ooh. I'll be back, I'll be back, I'll be back. Ooh. 
You need to view your problems already answered. Hey, oh, good God. I got to take a lap on that. I'm sorry. Woo, your problem is already solved. Your issue is already handled. You are already blessed. You are already healed. You just got to figure out how. You got victory. How? But it doesn't change the answer. Just because you don't know how you got peace don't mean you ain't got it. Just because you don't know how to get, oh my God. Tell your neighbor your problem is already solved. And if you're a good preacher, your neighbor is praising God right now. Tell somebody else your problem is already solved. <laughs> I said all things work together for, so the answer to your problem is good. What do I need to do to make this problem good? That's all you got to figure out. Because I know the answer is good. But there's a space missing. Do I have to trust? Do I have to do something? Do I have to sit back? Do I have to change the number? Do I have to change some friends? What do I need to do to make the answer true? Because it's true that I'm healed. It's true that I'm free. It's true that I'm delivered. It's true that I'm provided for. It's true. Scream at your friend and say, it's true. Look at your neighbor and say, you're blessed. Answer them and say, true. You're provided for. Say, true. You're healed. Say, true. You're wise. Say, true. You're righteous. Say, true. Y'all scream true at me. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You're the lender and not the borrower. Your father is rich with houses and land. By his stripes you are healed. By his stripes you are healed. By his stripes you are healed. You are loved by your father. You are loved by your father. You got a good father. Now, what adjustments do I need to make to keep it true? What do I need to adjust to keep that true? Because it'll never not be. So since I can't change the outcome, I'll change me. And I got quiet in the church, Tim. I don't know what's wrong. I got two minutes left, but before I leave, I need you to leave here saying, Lord, what adjustments do I need to make to keep it true that we overcame already? How can I keep it true that I got victory? How can I keep it true that I'm a winner? I'm a winner. I'm closing. It's already true. Don't let your heart be troubled if you know what's true. How could your heart be troubled if you know what's true? Hide the word in your heart. She might not sin against it. Hide the word in your heart. Not your mind. Your mind changes too much. Don't put the word in your mind only. Hide the word in your heart. Renew your mind. Hide the word. Hide the word. Because where... Your mind being renewed, where is that going to come from? It has to come from your storage. Where you hid the word at, you bring it back and put it on your mind. Bring it back and put it on your mind. But you got to hide the word in your heart. I'm almost done. (sighs) They said unto him, so they said unto him, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. She should be stoned. Moses said, what do you say? And he said, he just started writing on the ground as if he did not hear them. She's caught in the act of adultery. What you going to do? We're supposed to stone her. 
Come on, Jesus. What you, come on. You, Moses, are you going to go against the law? Are you about to go against Moses' holy writ? What you about to do, Jesus? She don't... He ignore, did he ignore us? We are the scribes and the Pharisees. Answer us now. How are you going to come to the word with the word? <laughs> I got to take another lap on that. How are you going to tell Jesus what he is? Like, <laughs> okay. And they returned it. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. They, the next one. They kept demanding an answer. They kept demanding it. So he stood up and he said, whoever ain't got no sin, cast the first stone. And he went back down. You see how it went down? See, he went down. But come on, Jesus, tell us, tell us. All right. If you ain't got no sin, stone her. <laughs> I know he went back down like now. He had to say that in his spirit like. He went right back down. Because God ain't paying no attention to your haters. Ooh, I like that. Good God. Everybody that talk about you. Everybody that got something to say about what you did. God ain't studying them. He ain't paying them no mind. He's ignoring your haters. So you need to ignore them too. People talk about you right in the dust. Start writing in the dust. Y'all quiet. Start writing in the dust. They lying. They got you on. So start writing in the dust. Why am I paying attention to who Jesus is ignoring? Let me let y'all go home. My time is up. Why do we pay attention to the things God is ignoring? If it don't mean nothing to God, don't let it mean nothing to you. Can I say that one more time? If it doesn't mean anything to God, it shouldn't mean anything to you. And when they heard it, they were convicted. And one by one, from the oldest to the youngest, they left. And he said, hey, where are your, hey, he's, he got up again and said, where are your, where your haters at? They, they, they gone. They, they're not here. Hey, I don't condemn you either. Go. He gave her what her habits should be. Go with new habits. Because you got to keep up this deliverance I just gave you. I just saved you. Y'all missing what I'm saying. You got to keep up salvation by creating sinless habits. Your heart plus your habits equal the health of salvation. Delivers whatever your focus is. Your heart intentions plus your habits. <laughs> so, woman, you are free, but don't, don't sin no more. He told somebody else, sin no more lest a worse thing come upon you. So, I'm going to give you freedom, but you got to keep it up. Practice sinless habits. Oh, I got to go. Heart plus habits equal the health. Everybody stand, please. Here's Jesus's, here's God's perspective of you. You, you, I'm trying to see everybody, even all the way up there. I see you, homie. I see y'all, I see y'all. I want to make sure I see everybody. I see you, Thad. I see you, Fabs. I see you, Des. I see y'all. I see y'all on the floor. I see y'all up there. I see you at the top. I see you, production. I see you right here. I see y'all. I see y'all. I see you. I see you. I love you. If I skipped you, I'm just trying to look quickly. This is, I see you. Here's God's view and intent for you. Like if God makes a toy, he expects the toy to work. I'm not calling you a toy, but when he made you, this is what he thought. Look, you have not chosen me. I've chosen you and ordained you. You're already ordained. Without a service, you're ordained. I ordained you that you should bring forth fruit. Not just that, but that your fruit should remain. I don't want you to just have, start the business and then it crash. Get married, 
for three years and then it cracks. I don't want you to be fruitful and it don't last. I've chosen and ordained you to last. I have chosen you to stay. That you have fruit and that your fruit will remain. I'm not just excited that you have fruit. I'm excited that your fruit remain. I'm not excited that you have joy on Sunday. I'm excited that you have joy for the rest of your life. As are y'all hearing me? Yeah, you can praise right there. Keep it up, y'all. How do I keep it up? How? Am I closing? <laughs> my last closing? How do I keep it up? Add to it. Seed, add water to it, add sun to it. Add to your faith, knowledge, and to knowledge. To add to it. You keep up a thing by adding to it. Everybody that came on Friday night added to their marriage. That's how you keep it up. Add to it. Whatever you add to, you're keeping up. Some of y'all keep, our, some of us, I'm going to stop saying y'all, forgive me. Some of us are keeping up our frustrations and irritations by adding to it. Every conversation you had, I just told my wife this. Did you hear, did you know, why are you adding to frustration? But keeping good things quiet or the words you got today, nobody knows, but everybody knows who irked you. Nobody knows what blessed you. Everybody knows what ticked you off because you're adding to the tick-offs. What you add to, you strengthen. Keep that right there. I need you to hold that and keep it up until next Sunday. What is she going to need in order to fulfill that? Strength. To keep up anything, you're going to need strength. And the way you strengthen the area is add to it. Work it out. Give it attention. Give it time. Give it focus. That's the only way you strengthen a thing. A bodybuilder will tell you that. Anybody, you strengthen your mind by reading books and shopping. When you keep feeding it and keep adding to it, you strengthen it and keep it up. Why is stuff falling? Why can't we keep anything? We can't keep a word. We never add to it. We never strengthen it. Strengthen it. We're going to go out to eat and talk about whatever. And all week we're going to do whatever and come back weekend again next weekend. Not live. Not you. God didn't ordain you to not last. He ordains you to remain, that your fruit will remain. Did anybody receive anything this morning? Did y'all receive the word? Give God praise for his word, for his word. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.